Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the agency power show. Hello, everyone. I'm Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. Today, I've got with me Jason Zotara. He's with 1026 Media. We're going to be talking about, you know, putting purpose into your advertising and such. You know, you've got like advertising comes in so many forms and there's so much we can do with it. And there's so many organizations that they understand how to do it. But when we're talking purpose, you know, we want you, it's advertising with purpose. And I'm Jason, you know, why don't we go tell us a little bit about yourself, your agency, and then go into what advertising with purpose means for us. Yeah, of course. We'd love to. Uh, so a little bit about me. It, uh, we don't, have too much, you know, a lot of time, so that, that can be uh, discussed later. It's, I have a pretty rich background, uh, but I started out in marketing when I was 20 to age myself. Um, it's been 20 plus years. Uh, I decided to start my own agency because uh, I wanted a, a, a crazy new challenge. Um, and so I started the agency back in 2012. Uh, we are a digital advertising agency that focuses primarily on paid media. Uh, as we started out, we were a full service agency. And then about five years ago, I decided that we wanted to be an agency that did something extremely well uh, versus trying to do a lot of different things, you know, good or okay in that sense. And so that's really what we do from, from a service standpoint is we provide paid media strategy, execution, management for uh, everywhere from SMB to enterprise uh, size clients. Uh, we work in different industries, but our three primary focuses, I would say, are travel, tourism, uh, higher education, and then the third, which is part of the reason, you know, what we talk about today is the sustainability brands. Um, and those are the brands that are looking to make more of an impact on the world. And that is kind of what the Advertise with Purpose uh, saying comes from. And we actually have a, uh, have a trademark approved verbally uh, for the Advertise with Purpose, uh, which was kind of cool. That's what kind of prompted this uh, this path forward. And so really the, the meaning of it is to really work with brands that are trying to do more than just make money, ultimately. Uh, hey, I'm a capitalist. I love making money, but I just feel like as humans, uh, we have a responsibility to make the world a better place for everybody, especially those disadvantaged or uh, underserved. And so what, we, what I try to do personally is give back with donations, donating my time, money, and effort. Uh, but what I also found is like, how do I do this from an agency standpoint? Uh, and so because of my nonprofit cause marketing background, that's kind of what prompted the advertise with, with purpose uh, uh, mission, if you will, of the agency. And so now with that being said, we're trying to find more and more companies. We do work with some now, but we want to find more and more companies that want to do more than just give back. I want to do more than just make money. They want to give back. So that could be everything from, you know, sustainable to social economic to eco, you know, eco-friendly travel, ecotourism, things like that. Uh, but that's just a little bit of background. I don't want to go too, too long, but that kind of gives you a quick little uh, insight into what, what we well, do. Well, so a good example then, you know, because you mentioned, you know, eco. Um, so, you know, companies that really are pushing environmentally friendly and then in their advertising, they're also trying to, you know, put that across as part of their message, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And I, and I think the advertiser's purpose 
tends to have a couple of different connotations, right? When we when we were discussing it internally, and, and it's not. And when we say purpose, I know sometimes it can be misconstrued as a religious based thing, which is it's not. Um, it's more think of it more around impact, yeah. right? What impact are you having? You know, with your advertising. And so one way is yes, advertising your brand or your your product or service, right? In, in a sustainability world, uh, and then it's also just advertising with purpose, meaning. Uh, with with deliberate, with, you know, being deliberate with your advertising, uh, you know, everything that you do, you know, make sure that it's that it's driving to the to the top line slash bottom line of the business as well, right? So there's there's, there's multiple reasons inside of that, but ultimately, yeah, it's about how how do they how do we help companies and how does a company advertise without seeming that they are you know greenwashing mm-hmm. or being insincere, you know, things like that. But yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of companies that have taken on you know. Like I say, especially sustainability, um, taking it very seriously. You know, they've got recycling programs. They've got you know the pro- how they make their products. You know, you think of a lot of organic you know foods and such as an example. You know, they that is kind of their mission. It's part of what you know who they are. It's the reason they started. You know, they might have taken a product that they saw that had a lot of chemicals or you know, any number of things and said, so there's got to be a better way to do this. And then it's incorporated because you know into how they advertise because it's part of the selling point. You know, of if you feel this way, like we feel, that's why you would want to, you know, you should be buying from us instead of someone else, right? Absolutely. And I think what our message is to brands who, who are similar to those, those you were just outlining is that's what you want to lead with, right? You want to lead with the purpose. I mean, there's there's companies, like you said, there's companies in the the eco-friendly space. I and mean, one of one of my favorite ones is is Ocean Bottle, where they, you know, every bottle that you buy, they they take a thousand from uh, you know, plastic bottles that could have been in the ocean, mm-hmm. right? So you're saving the ocean that way. And and they talk about their 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 purpose, which is uh, you know saving the ocean and, and being eco-friendly. And you know, rather than talking about how great their water bottle is or the different colors that they have. Um, uh, you know, they're leading with the fact that if you buy one of our bottles, you can help save the ocean. I think those are type of messages that, you know, we resonate with. Uh, you know, another example would be have a, we have a volunteer vacation company uh, and they they allow comp- you know folks to go out. So volunteer to local communities uh, and educate on, you know, those local areas outside of the United States. Right. Just the different uh, countries and, and regions. And they learn about the local aspect of it and they educate them on that. And so it's an, a way for people to uh, give back to the to the equal equal tourism side of it uh, while volunteering, as well as you know, through the family multi generation aspect teaching their children right of the impact that it travels having on local communities as well as um, you know the impact that they have by by volunteering by giving doing more than just taking a vacation right which are we all love vacations yeah, sure but heck if you can volunteer and, and help the local community at the same time then again you know why not yeah um you know coffee tends to be that way too you know because they'll do you know who they're buying the coffee from you know you're helping these farmers so you have that cause they're helping farmers in third world countries that you know are growing beans but there's helping sustain you know life, uh, their livelihood by yes this coffee is going to cost you a little more because we want to pay them a fair wage you know for their product you know or a fair amount of money for it and you know so if you buy from us you're also you know you're ultimately supporting those you know those growers you know, and giving, you know, a great product. So things like that. There's one, there's a brand and I can't think of the name of it, but there's one that they actually, they're all about sustainability and cleaning up like the beaches and, you know, those kinds of areas. And their advertising actually focuses on that. And then they take a lot of the plastic 
that they get and they recycle the plastic and then they make like uh, bracelets and such, you know, to show that you're supporting yep. the cause. I don't know if you've ever seen their commercials, but I've seen them, you know, a number of times where, and that's what they're doing. They're saying, Hey, we're the, by buying this product, we are using that money to clean the beaches and what we take, you know, from the beaches, we're actually using to make the product. So it's being recycled and we're making our world a better place, you know, so that people can enjoy these things again, because they've been, you know, polluted, littered and, and, you get all sorts of things, you know, so there's a lot of ways that you can put together uh, different causes. I know like trees and stuff, you know, the, that kind of stuff is always, you know, huge because, you know, support us and a part of our proceeds will go into, you know, I say planting new, you know, more trees around the world. Uh, yep. Yep. No, no, exactly. And I think, you know, I'm not going to get into any political stance or anything like that, but we have one planet, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. um, and unless Mars is, is ready to, ready to go, um, uh, anytime soon, like, I think we have to do the best of what we yeah. can to, you know, preserve what we have and not only for us, but for future generations. And that's just kind of how we look at it. Yeah. And I don't think Mars is going to be as comfortable anyway. Yeah. Everybody's going to be living <laughs> on, yeah. Yeah. We might be able to survive, but you're going to be under a dome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. So, but... <laughs> um, okay. So if you're going to, like, if you're going to try to advertise with purpose, if that's like, you know, you say, okay, you've got something to build around, assuming that the organization already does, they have something that they believe in. Yeah. You know, what are the, some of the steps that you got to take to make sure that the advertise, you know, the campaigns align with the core values that the brand has already put together and, you know, what their ultimate mission is? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think step one, I, I don't know if I would say that people miss this step, but it's something that we we like to check the box on is is we want to confirm what those values and, and, and the missions are, you know, with the, with the leadership as well as the marketing team. And, and the reason we do that is because there's times where they might be having internal conversations that haven't made it to their website or social media channels, right? And so you know, along the lines, we want to make sure, okay, hey, is this, are we, are we getting the full picture of, are we making sure that we know exactly what the the value is and what their purpose is. So I think that's number one is just confirming that with the brand, a client and the leadership team and the main stakeholders. Mm-hmm. You know, once that is confirmed, we will then, you know, request any type of brand guidelines or, uh, you know, style guides, if you will, around, because if they do have, if they are a company that is leading with their purpose in their, in that sense, then they, they most likely have that documented somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Um, and if it's in a pretty guide, I mean, great. Um, if not, if it's just at least some type of uh, content or text around. Hey, this is, you know, this is where this is what we want to, how we want to communicate it. Here's, you know, here's what we want to communicate. Here's how we want to communicate it. And a lot of times, it's more of like, here's what we don't want to say, right? Or here's where we don't want to show up in in that case. Um, and then we utilize that documentation as kind of our north star as we're building the strategy to ensure that everything that we're doing through the strategy development phase aligns with what the the brand is looking to accomplish. Uh, and I would say like. I'd say by the next step, I don't know if I'd say lastly, but ultimately the client has signs off on everything that they do, uh, everything we do. So what we do is is typically, without getting too much into it, typically our first 21 days of any engagement, we're building out the strategy. And so we're looking at everything from market research, competitive analysis, keyword research, it's Google, audiences, if it's social, right? We're building everything out typically in that first 21 days. Before we launch, we're building the strategy, I should say, before we build anything in any platforms, the client, had, we have a strategy review meeting with the, uh, with the client and we sit down and we run through the strategy with them, which includes everything from ad creative, right, messaging, 
content, all that stuff, right? So what's great about that is it gives the client another opportunity to say, okay, this aligns with what we're trying to communicate, right? It matches with our organic efforts or email yeah. marketing efforts or any other channel, right? In that sense. And so they they have that approval before we're building everything else. So that's just kind of our our third kind of step of like, this is how we ensure that we're aligned. Is it get, is it get the brand slash, you know, clients buy? Yeah. Well, you got to have the buy-in and such. Does, do the strategies tend to differ at all from like traditional advertising campaigns, you know, cause you, you know, you're, you've got a different kind of mission a bit. Yes. You're still trying to advertise, but the mission is quite a bit different, you know, often. So does the strategy end up being different than you would for a traditional campaign? And then, and also is your execution different? You know, when, you know, like, and I'll, and for that matter, I'll add in one more. Um, do you have, do you find that the medians, you know, or mediums that you use, like, so the outlets, you know, whether it's digital TV, you know, if it was OTT, like, do those differ for the types of campaigns too, you know, or does it really matter? Yeah. So I would start with the, um, the first question about the strategy, right? I would say, Although there are a lot of similarities between them, I would say that the main difference is typically when we're running these type of campaigns, we're leading with the purpose versus promoting a specific product or service. Um, like, for example, when we were talking, I was talking about Discover Core earlier, the volunteer vacations, like as, as, as we could talk about the amazing destinations they're going to, like mm -hmm. Costa Rica and Thailand, right? how great they are, or their you know, top five-star level combinations. Those are those are part of the, the 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 communication messaging overall but when we look at it we're, we talk more about how they can volunteer at the local community level right how they can give back to the local people how they can teach their as i shared earlier how to teach their children about volunteering mm -hmm. right those are some of the messages so i would say from a strategic standpoint it is leading more with your purpose um and, and communicating that impact that you're making versus talking about a specific product or service. I would say that's probably where it's a little bit different from a strategic standpoint. Um, Execution-wise, I, I wouldn't say there's a, there's a ton of difference there uh, from an execution standpoint because we, we have a pretty good um, process internally uh, on, the, on the execution and in the management mm -hmm. side uh, to where it, it's very it's agnostic in that sense of like whether it's a purpose purpose driven company or if it's a uh, higher education you know comp company or yeah. organization right uh, or institution that kind of stuff like the the the, the execution is going to be very very similar as long as we're staying within that that guide of that um, that specific purpose right the third component um so so as i shared earlier you know we we only do digital so we're going to be mostly think of you know google meta TikTok, yeah. you know instagram those you know um instagram is meta i know but uh linkedin pinterest and those type of platforms so i would say the way that those are different and how those would play into it is mostly around their audiences uh and, and who they're speaking to right so for yeah. example there's some clients that are maybe more of that younger generation so they're going to lean more towards the social aspect you know the TikToks and the, the instagrams of the world where you might have have some brands um, that are maybe going after, a, 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 I'd say, a more mature audience, maybe a more affluent audience. And so they're looking at, you know, channels like Google and, and Meta, Facebook primarily that can tend to lean, lean a little older in the demographic. So I, I think that's that's when it comes to the different platforms and channels, that's how those would differentiate between uh, between the different campaigns. Does that answer yeah, your question? Does yeah, it does. But uh, it leads me to another question because... Do you find, based on the audience, because you mentioned younger people and certain things, you know, 
do you find that um, in the case of doing any kind of a purpose-driven campaign that there is an age demographic or any other factors that might, you know, that say this is more successful typically with this type of campaign with this demographic than with others? Because, you know, like older people, maybe it doesn't resonate as much. Do you, do you see that there's an area that seems to work better demographically than, you know, others? Yeah, so I would say there's two things that we found, and this is really aligned with, I think, the the sustainability world and the ESG world in, this, in the fact that I, I think, generally speaking, these type of subjects are being taken on by the younger generation. Um, and we also find that as great as the United States is, when it comes to geographic standpoint, the United States can be a little behind in the, let's just say like the B Corp world or sustainability world, right? You get a lot of companies in, let's say New Zealand or Europe, right? Where there's, there's I think in their, those regions and countries, there's a little bit more focus towards, um, you know, the, the eco-friendly sustainability world. So I would say those are the two main areas, at least for this conversation, right, that I could sh- say the differences yeah. between, you know, the demographics and, uh, uh, and and locations and things like that. Yeah, so certain locations around the world, we're not necessarily at the front of the, uh, you know, we're trying to be as a country Try it. Yeah, yeah. But, but, we're doing better yeah, we're, right progress, yeah right, right? Yeah, yeah we're making progress but <laughs> yeah. there's other countries that tend tend to be further ahead than we are so depending on the kind of company you have you know and where you're selling products or services you know it may resonate over there if you're a larger company and you do you know more global work uh, then it's gonna there's gonna be markets that you can tailor that messaging to better and it will resonate better than in some than other markets you might be in yep Exactly. And I think overall, it's, you know, or, or just lastly on this subject is it's the messaging of sharing the impact that the campaign has on, um, for example, if you're in e-commerce, right, um, you can tie things. That, so every dollar that you spend mm-hmm. saves X amount of, you know, plastic bottles from, you know, and so so you can kind of equate it that way. And so when you're you're leading with that. Um, in that case, and you're, you're sharing more about the impact that you're making and you're, and you're contributing to and you're being a part of versus, hey, you have a shiny new product or, you know, uh, a shiny new service, that kind of thing. And I think that's kind of the differentiating as you're talking about kind of what differentiates the two. Let's talk measurement then. You know, so you, yeah, you run these campaigns. Yeah. Do the metrics change? Yeah, because you you know traditionally it's going to be how many conversions, how many dollars sales, things that I drive, you know, with whatever campaign um, that I'm running. And we know with digital we can track a lot of that really closely compared to some other types of campaign, you know, traditional advertising campaigns. Um, you know, so are there new th- are I guess are there additional things that you're looking at um, or prioritizing even above traditional metrics? So I would say, I mean, the traditional metrics are obviously still vital, right? So, you know, when it comes to e-com, revenue is still vital uh, because every, and as well, and then when it comes to like, so typically we break it up into two, right? So e-commerce, we're looking at revenue, what, what is driving product sales, things like that, right? We're talking you know, services generally, it's more lead generation based. We're looking, okay, how many leads are we driving uh, at what cost, right? What are the, you know, are those, but more importantly, where uh, I want to say a lot of agencies that I never like to generalize people like that, but I would say there are some that, you know, generating a lead is ultimately the only, the one and only goal. And they tend, they can 
tend to stop there. Where what we try to do with our clients is we dive deeper into how is the how are the leads converting into opportunities and into sales, right? Into bookings mm-hmm. or enrollments or whatever the specific industry is, right? And so understanding the clients uh, and, and how they're turning into and affecting the top line of the business is another metric that we look at um, in addition to just how many leads we're driving in at yeah. what leads. So that's still within the metrics and ROI standpoint, but I would say further than that, um, you know, going back to what I was just alluding to earlier, right before this was looking at it from um, like, service-based harder, right? But from a product-based standpoint, if you look at the impact they're making, so I will go back to the, you know, I just keep harping up, but it's a great, a great you know, example to use is if I, if for every one bottle I buy, reusable bottle I buy, or, you know, one of the bottles that save 1000 plastic bottles, if I sell a thousand of those through the campaign, you know, if it saves a thousand per bottle, I just saved a million bottles, right? So I think there's, there's that aspect to it of at the end of the day, you know, if there are, quantifiable. Um, I always get confused between the two. I think quantifiable metrics that say, hey, because of this campaign, it helped contribute to XYZ. I think that is what ultimately we love doing with clients. And you know, the clients love to see too is, hey, not only did we drive X amount of dollars or X yeah. amount of leads and they turn into sales, like this is the impact that we made. And that 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 goes right back to their purpose. And that's where I think we we tend to live in live with clients and that in that world of like what is a true impact outside of just you know new product sales or you know new leads generated well if that makes yeah, sense yeah no it makes sense and then if you're if you're seeing that impact you could actually take and leverage that into future advertising because then you can say you know last year we did you know we recycled x amount of bottles or you know whatever the number may be yeah you know, so whatever you're using to measure like I say you can you know, lean on that then later and say, this is the impact you're having to help drive additional sales, get people coming back, you know, repeat business because they start to feel good about it because they feel like, you know, okay, because I bought from this company, I have made a contribution and they're letting me know. I've seen that a lot in like campaigns, you know, where they'll, you know, say that, you know, your purchase supports this many of whatever, you know, it could be this many farmers in some third world country. Yeah. You know, whatever it might be, but that's, you know, that happens a lot. So you can extend, you can basically take by paying attention to those extra metrics, you can extend the advertising and start to build out the campaign even further. You start to incorporate in your strategy after you've actually got such advertising running. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's, there's multifaceted to that. So I think one on the campaign front is you can utilize those folks that have purchased uh, and do remarketing campaigns, right? To get them to either be a repeat mm-hmm. repeat customer or to refer their friends and family, uh, and to really turn them into you know turn them from a from a customer to an advocate, right? So I think that's number one with that, and I think number two is you know when you're in the boardroom or you're in the leadership meetings and you're talking about the advertising you know campaigns that you're running from a marketing standpoint, right? It makes it a lot more. You know, when you're when you're fighting for budget or trying to you know allocate budget, it, it makes the conversation a little bit easier when you're saying, yeah, this is what it's contributing to our purpose and our mission, right? Mm-hmm. And, and what we're trying to to accomplish too, right? From that standpoint, so maybe you get an extra, you know, a couple extra grand or something per month or per you know whatever the the numbers are, you know, yeah. for your budget that you can now dedicate to it because they know it not only affects the top line but it's also helping um, the overall brand purpose yeah well you, well sense. you talk yeah. like you know 
budgets and stuff, marketing, often, you know, with larger organizations, you're going to have a marketing department, they're going to have set amounts of money, you know, budgets to work with. And you could technically take these kinds of campaigns and split test them against traditional. So you run a traditional campaign focused on something, you know, especially if it's a product, but similar, but it's not doing the sustainable part. Yeah, it's it's a product campaign, you have this much that you invested, what's the return on sales, and then you run it against one that is sustainable. And even if they were to come out equal, and they basically had the same kind of performance, the differentiator of why you run the sustainable one is because of the sustainable aspect of it. And because that's, that doesn't exist on the other side, we write, you know, recycled this much plastic, or, you know, whatever it is you're going to do, but you're able to use that as like extra leverage of why this campaign was actually more successful, even though the top line numbers were essentially the same. Absolutely. Agree 100%. Yeah, great point. Yeah, so there's a lot of different things that you can, you know, I guess ways to think about, you know, if you're running these kinds of campaigns, you know, of what you can do. What are some of the, okay, so if you were a company that has never done this type of thing, you know, so how would you consider, like, I mean, a lot of companies, if they, they want to adopt a core purpose. Yeah, they want to say, this is, we want to be able to support, you know, certain initiatives, but we don't know even where to start with this kind of thing. You know, because I know a lot of companies, like, say, this is kind of new to them. We have some companies been doing it forever, right? Yeah, for as long as, like, you know, especially if it's anything that's, like, you know, planet-driven recycling, you know, they have like Patagonia, yeah, right? exactly. Like Patagonia, yeah, they literally right? took For their example, whole company. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah. no, that, they're yeah. a good example. Everything they do is, you know, but they've been doing it since almost day one, and they've been around since like 1960 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that guy That's literally crazy. gave up ownership of the whole company and said, "We're going to make it." So it's a, totally a nonprofit, and you know that way we can pump all the money that we make back into sustainable causes. He's like the extreme example of you know what you do. I mean he gave up ownership of his own business to be able to turn it. He's like, I can't take it with me to the grave. So, you know, yeah. Um, hey, talk about all in, right? I yeah. mean, you got to respect that. Yeah, no. And that's, of course, that's, he, that's he did well yeah. in his career and stuff. I'm sure he kept enough of money. Course, yeah. He kept enough money to take care of himself. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but so how does a company go about just kind of like discovering their purpose if they're going to put it in the advertising? Because I'm sure you work with, you know, companies that say, okay, we love the concept, but we don't even know what to focus on. Yeah, so I think, so I think for us, when you're talking about that, I mean, I'm, I'm going to look at it from an advertising perspective, right? I think you know when you're, and I think that's where you're you're asking mm -hmm. as well, yeah. Um, because yeah, I think from a from a brand standpoint, ultimately the reason why people create products or services, I'm a huge Shark Tank fan. Um, and I've watched pretty much every episode. <laughs> like all 1,000 of them um, or something that probably have to Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember. I can't, I can't imagine there's one I've missed and some I've seen lots of times. Um, but one of the, and so like from that standpoint, generally it's, it's created from, you know, a need or a, a, a problem, right? For example, um, when it comes to the actual advertising, I know there is, it, one of the things that we encounter a lot with our, so we, as part of our partner, we have we have partners, you know, partnerships through our organization, and we work with some of the folks in the B Corp world. Um, and so B Corps are, you know, there's a certification that you can get um, through the B Corp space, which shows that you are sustainable um, and, and so forth. And so, you know, some of the consultants that work with those type of companies, one of the things that they encounter is is like, how, how does a company do this without seeming that they're insecure hmm. or, you know, insincere yeah. uh, or, or, or like, 
token per se, right? Um, and I think ultimately what it comes down to is believing in in who you are and what you believe in and knowing that you're always going to have somebody the majority a majority of people who are going to disagree with what you're doing no matter what you with what you do mm-hmm. right um and there's always gonna be that percentage of people so i think as long as you're being sincere and you're doing the right things uh with inside that organization and you're not just doing it to for example greenwash yeah. right that's one of the words that are being thrown around here uh in that aspect of like so I, I think that ultimately is are you really doing what you're saying you're doing and i think that's where it starts out at the core and then from that as long as you know that you are your audience is the ones that are going that your audience are the ones that are going to be engaged with that that purpose and 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 help you get to that purpose um then it, you're a little bit it's a little bit easier to then lead with that that average that, that with that um that purpose-driven mindset right if you're a company where you're like hey i'm just trying to get on the train uh, yeah. of the green you know initiative and you're like yeah like i, I just want to do some you know some ads it's like well it's not really it's not really at the core of what you what you do you know one is typically we won't take them on if we feel like they're being disingenuous yeah. or anything like that or like you know they misleading want, yeah, like they want to do it because um, it's like yeah, tre- right. it's trendy everybody's like doing it yeah, yeah so we should do it too but we don't really mean it <laughs> right and the challenge is like those companies have have been doing it right now they're like how do i do it you know without seeming that way and i think it's ultimately you have to start with understanding who you're going back to the audiences and understanding who your audience is and then delivering that message to them. And, I, and it's going to, it's going to resonate and you kind of can't be, you can't be fearful. You can't prevent yourself from doing that because you're afraid that not everyone is going to, to feel that way. So I think, you know, for example, there's, there's um, the B Corp certification, right? Which is one way of, of proving, yeah. you know, you are, you know, you believe in what you believe in. There's like the 1% uh, planet, mm-hmm. right? Where you get back 1% of your, of your profits back uh, to this organization, right? There's, there's different initiatives out there that, that provide kind of that social proof, if you will, um, that, Hey, you are actually giving back. You're not just doing yeah. this to be part of a cool, cool trend. Um, but yeah, so I, so I think ultimately it's like, do you believe in yourself? And then people are going to believe in it as well. If that's the case, right. If you're yeah. sincere, uh, I would add something to that too, is time. Yeah, because right. yeah. if you're new, yes, they're going to make, you know, you're just starting doing that type of advertising. It takes time. You have to stick to it because, you know, if you really believe in it, you've got to let let it sink in with your audience. Yeah, because, you know, right. that's what advertising is. That's what marketing is, is we're hitting with a message. Well, you got to be able to keep hitting because if you stop, then it does seem insecure. You just did it because, you know, in which case you could actually see, Kind of the opposite you know a bit of a backlash because you had some people buying in potentially that yes you actually mean what you say and then you stop and then you know they're gonna be like okay what happened yeah you know, so you if you continue it and you reinforce it then it's going to come off as being better because you actually you know like i say you're going to get buy-in from your audience that you're serious about it yeah right well i think what's most important uh, which i need to add here is you have to have a good product, right? And you have to have a good service. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, right? And I mean, no, there's very few companies that, I mean, they may buy from you if you're you're in superior, you know, you're not a superior product or service or if you're an inferior product or service, you know, there might be. But, you know, if your product doesn't work as you say it yeah. does or your service doesn't deliver mm-hmm. the, the type of service that you say, it doesn't matter what your purpose is. Like, ultimately, you still need the core of yeah. a great product or service that you can provide yeah. to somebody that they're buying, right? Yeah. That that's, uh, that's just something I got to throw out there because you know that's i think it's important in this conversation yeah well they say i'll go back to the coffee coffee <laughs> example it's like 
you know, you might buy, buy the greatest beans, but if you can't make a cup of coffee out of them, that's worth it. You know, nobody's going to care. <laughs> you know? That's true. Yeah. If you burn your coffee. Yeah. Or, yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're either going to blame it on the, you know, saying you need to buy from different farmers or they're going to blame it on you and it's probably going to be you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, right. keep, yeah. So right. that's a really good point because, you know, if you don't, if the product or service that you are providing doesn't live up to what you're, you know, essentially, you know, to the expectation, because especially when you're doing sustainable, so like organic, I know if you do anything like organic food buying, the expectation is I, because you're still going to probably pay more for it. Yeah. So you're, you know, as a company, you're charging more. Well, the expectation is also going to be raised because it's felt like it's a premium product right out the gate because it's organic. That's that word has become very associated with anything that's food related Um, that I'm buying organic. I'm willing to spend more. Yes. So I expect and granted a vegetable is a vegetable. Right. But, you know, but it's an organic one. So I'm getting. It may taste the same, or maybe it tastes a little bit better because I know I'm not eating, you know, something has had a bunch of chemicals sprayed on it, you know, over time. So, you know, like I said, you've got an expectation set, and sometimes it's set by the industry itself. So, you know, remember that if you go in and you say, we're also organic, that kind of thing can happen. Um, There's a lot of organic products, especially like creamers and stuff for coffee, uh, you know, things like that, that they've come out, and you've got, Tell you what, you know, that creamer that goes from $3 to $5 for a bottle, you know, or six or seven even, you know, like say you're putting a certain expectation on it and you better live up to it, you know, if you're going to do it. And if you do, you will build a loyal audience, you know, from it and they're going to like what you do. No, absolutely. And I think also just one last thing on that point, because you because you got to jog me. Like one of the other things to keep in mind, too, is that like when people hear organic um, just because of and I think this is a lot more in in, in the States than anywhere else, but because we're so used to. I mean, I hate to say this because I'm not this type of way, but like chemicals and things like that, right? So they feel like if you don't have those, it's not going to work as mm-hmm. well, right? So for example, everything from, you know, you talk about food, but, you know, look at things like shampoo and, and yeah. body wash and things like that, right? I mean, I can say I've tried organic deodorant and it doesn't work. And that's one thing I will not use organic yeah. for. I learned that lesson. But I think, you know, from other standpoints, like, you know, it's cruelty free, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and so there's that expectation of not only being better, but like, can you at least be can you be as productive yeah. or as as good as uh you know these historically just because that's what we have in our mm-hmm. mind like can you perform as good as these as well as you know while being organic and if so then that's amazing yeah. right but there is that kind of that misconception that if you're organic or natural mm-hmm. um you know you're not going to see the same results as, as something that's say not that yeah no that totally makes sense um the you know it brought to mind you know things like uh uh, cleaners, you know, kitchen cleaners, spray, yep. bottle, you know, Windex, yep. you know, that type of stuff that is like, hey, this one can clean better. And it doesn't, it's not made up of a ton of chemicals. And I'm like, yeah, because part of if it better performed because, you know, my first thought is it's not made up of, of a bunch of chemicals that, you know, were put together in a lab. Why couldn't we have come out with this originally then? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, why did we need, why did we come out with the chemicals first if it's so, you know, if it's so good? Yeah. So, you you do well. Well, we we won't get into that today, yeah. but I think we have an answer to to that why that is. Um, but yeah, no, no, sorry, yeah, but you're yeah, you're right. I think well, because I was just I just spoke with a company called uh, Wild Clean. Uh, they're actually uh, they have uh, offices here in Boulder, which is I'm mm-hmm. in Denver, so Boulder's down the street, and they are 
you know, that's their 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 purpose is that um, to really unmuck the world is their trademark, right? Is yeah, is to one. provide organic, uh, cleaner, and and do it really really well because again, the misconception is you can't. So yeah, you're right of like, but I think it's just training. Yeah our our psyche right in our mind and know that hey there are quality products that we can have without putting chemicals right. in them or whatever whatever process yeah. that that is without getting on the i don't want i don't want chemical companies to get coming at me like it's fine yeah. well it's it, <laughs> say it still goes back to that if that is your purpose whatever it may be you have to allow it for time because like you just said retraining you know, because we're yep. used to, we know the chemicals will work. We're going to buy that first in this particular you know, case. Um, and some of these other things, we don't know if it'll work, you know, we hope it will, but if it doesn't perform, then I'm not going to go back no matter what your purpose is. Cause I'm not going to buy it necessarily. Yes. You it's definitely more sustainable or whatever the way you, you know, your process, the thing you make, but it doesn't perform as well and I need it to perform better. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, hey, this has been a great conversation, Jason. You know, how would people, they want somebody that's like really into, uh, you know, these types of, you know, this type of advertising, you know, you're a pro at it. How would they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the best way is through our website. So it's 1026media.com, or you can also get there uh, with uh, through advertisewithpurpose.com. Um, so, so 1026 is ten26media.com, and then advertise with purpose is, is more self-explanatory. Um, so that's the best way. And I will say that although we do focus primarily on purpose-driven organizations, we do have ones that that aren't yeah. right. So if someone's like, "Hey, I really want to do advertising," like you don't have to. It's not a prerequisite to work with us. Um, it's just we try to find more, you know, more of those brands that are doing that. But that would be the best way: is go to our website jump on the chat reach you know reach out to us we also have a phone number on there if you want to reach out and and chat with us and that would be the best um the the other way if you don't mind just yeah, really quickly we are um so we actually just launched it today so one of the initiatives that we want that we want to do as an agency is is really put put our money where our mouth is in a sense um and so what we've decided to do is donate um so we we run what's called uh so we're starting just launching it today it's called advertise with purpose awards and the goal of that is to award one B corporate, one B Corp certified organization, um, as well as one nonprofit organization. And so we're starting with the B Corps. We're running that through September uh, 22nd, and then I'm sorry, the 28th, and then we'll they'll run a uh, we'll run a campaign free for them for 90 days. We cover all the management fees, um, and they get a free 90 day sprint. The only caveat is if you're a B Corp. You have to have a little bit of, of advertising, you know, budget to, to put towards it. If you're a nonprofit through the grant award, um, so the so sustainability one is called the impact award, and the uh, the the nonprofit is a grant award. We will help you on the grant side, um, you know, work through Google grants yeah. um, and get some free advertising that way. So the Google grant one is actually going to be in January, but we're going to be we're we're launching the one today through the the impact awards. And so just wanted to share that uh, with your with your listeners and, and followers. If there's anyone that knows you know, a B Corp certified company that they want to nominate or a, uh, a nonprofit organization, they can just go to our website and forward slash awards and they can get the, all the information there and obviously reach out to us if you have any questions or anything like that. I just wanted to, hope you don't mind, just wanted to share that because it's just an initiative yeah, we're really proud of here because we want to, you know, it's our way of giving back to those companies that that give back. Yeah. And for those nonprofits that don't know, like I so said, the Google brands, we, we 
run uh, some of those ads too, and they're very helpful. You know, that you can get up to like ten thousand dollars in monthly ad dollars. You know, you got to build up to that, but they will. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a very effective program. And Google will say, yeah, there's a certification process, and you, typically an agency, you know, will be able to help you get through it. You know, that Google will approve it, but um, hey, it's you know, if you're a nonprofit, it's there, you know, for the taking. So you know, you definitely it's free money, yeah, <laughs> right, free money, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and mostly, like when a nonprofit, is a lot of it's used for, um, you know, like donations. So for example, mm -hmm. we worked with like Scripps Research in the past, and Emory University gets some, you know, really help the promote the promote the the, uh, the donation side of those those causes and those those uh, organizations. But yeah, I mean, you can use it for other things too. But that's we found that's the best use of the grants. I mean, it's like you said, it's you know, we said it's free money, and yeah. uh, we can always usually help. As long as you're a five hundred one c three, you know that classification, you, you generally can get approved through yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, it, you can yeah. actually use it for, um, you know, like physical stores and stuff. So think Goodwill. If you know, like we work with some restores, you know, uh, Habitat for Humanity. So if you are doing those kinds of things, you can do it. You know, use those ads to uh, drive you know walk-in traffic your business for people that are searching for certain products you're not advertising specific products necessarily you're advertising that you have the categories you know that you cover right. so you know there's a lot of benefit there um you know especially if you're any you know any of those types of organizations like you said you know if you're looking for donation dollars there's campaigns that can be run for there if you've got physical physical products that you're selling to be able to raise you know those uh donations essentially uh, you can you know use the grant that way as well Exactly. Okay. Well, this has been another great episode. I'm Cash Miller, host of Marketing Masters, CEO of Titan Digital. We've been talking about, you know, putting purpose to your advertising. And, you know, there's so many organizations out there that, you know, a lot of times that they're, they're doing it, but they're not actually incorporating it into your advertising. So it's something you should really consider. Jason, it's been great having you on and we'll see everyone on the next episode.